Hi guys, I'm Amanda Joyce. And I'm Devin Hayes. Today's topic is 2023 contractor marketing musts. And here's why you should care. These are going to be cutting edge trends that are gonna give you a leg up on your competition and help you attract new customers in the coming year. Welcome to Trade Secrets, where we demystify digital marketing to help contractors get the most bang for their marketing bucks. This is for you if you're a contractor looking for actionable marketing insights. Learn from home services industry experts to elevate your business through simplified marketing strategies. Let's dive into today's trade secret. Okay, so there's there's probably more than this, but Amanda and I have kind of narrowed it down to like the top four because we know that this uh, this stuff can be overwhelming. So we're trying to just uh, keep it kind of in some concise, digestible bites. So for any contractor out there, um, and actually anybody who uses Google, um, something that just came out in December of 2022 was continuous scroll. And we did a whole long podcast on this, but basically on Google, instead of like 10 results on that page, on the results page, you have a continuous scroll, which is about 60 results with a whole bunch of ads blended into that. So that definitely changes like the Google ads landscape for 2023. And it also changes content marketing and, um, you know, the importance of your SEO titles and your meta descriptions. And that's just saying, you know, say you have a page on, um, you know, roof replacement and your headline just says roof replacement. You're competing now with like 60 different results. So you're going to want to have something that's a little bit more catchy. What we try to do and advise our clients to do is have sort of a benefit outcome statement where possible. It's kind of hard to squeeze that into a title, but you continuously want to be telling the customer like what's in it for them. Um, and so if you can manage to get, you know, a benefit outcome statement in your SEO title and most certainly in what's called your meta description, which is just that little description right under kind of the title on that Google results page, um, you're going to be able to attract buyers to actually click through to your website where hopefully, you know, your compelling content will, uh, you know, want the, you know, have them complete a form and it'll, it'll turn into, you know, a lead for you from your website. So that's kind of one of the big things, Google continuous scroll, um, update your, your titles to kind of benefit outcome statements to attract users there. Um, and then. And before the, you move on from continuous scroll, I wanted to ask you real quick, um, can yeah. you think of a couple metrics that people might want to kind of track, whether it's in Google Analytics or, you know, in Search Console, things that they might want to just keep track of to kind of help them see how this is impacting them? I know we don't want to get too in the weeds, but. Yeah, yeah, no, great, great question. Um, okay, so you can track this. You can see how many impressions you're getting in your Google Search Console. Um Real quickly, there's two tools. There's Google Analytics that measures your website's performance, and then there's Google Search Console, and that measures how you're doing on Google itself, how many times your uh, website shows up on that results page, whether or not people click through to your site or not. So in Search Console, if you're seeing that you are getting a lot of impressions for a certain keyword, but people aren't actually clicking through to your site, um, that suggests that you know maybe you don't have a compelling enough title or description, or, you know, a lot of times if it's a brand search, then they're just grabbing the phone number right from the search engine results page, and they don't need to necessarily click through to your website. So 
but that should be taken into consideration. If it's contact info and your brand name, you can assume they're getting what they want from the SERPs page. But if it's something more specific um, and you're getting a ton of impressions but not a lot of clicks, that's where you're going to want to update um, your your title and your description that shows up on Google. So I know, kind of a lot of information <laughs> there. But um, we dive into that really deeply on our Continuous Squirrel podcast episode. So check that one out. Um, I want to get to the next thing, the to the second list on our item of four for 2023 marketing trends, uh, the importance of video content marketing. Um, again, December 2022 was a big month for digital marketing. We had uh, chat GPT rolled out and it's, you know, in it's like nascent stages. So it's not going to show any sort of like transactional queries. It's not going to give any informational or it's not going to give, ans- there's no video, there's no images, there's no transactions, but it does give a lot of information. And you know, while we have, we're a few years out from it actually competing with Google in those areas, we know that um, video content is going to be huge, not only to compete with that, but just in the marketing landscape in general, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, we love seeing in, in social, we love seeing it just across the web as consumers and Google, you know, Google loves it as well. And is going to, from what we're seeing, they, they just really like to, they favor that kind of content. Yeah. And, and it goes back to YouTube is owned by Google and, you know, Google is a narcissist. We tell everybody that all the time. So they will self-refer and check their own products before they go to an external website outside of their own kind of company. So having your videos on YouTube, there's, I mean, you can do informational videos, you can do um, customer reviews or testimonial videos. You can have um, you know, sales videos, there's videos just for social media where you're showing what's going on in the office or a company party. Um, there's, I mean, there's explainer videos, there's all kinds of videos and they don't have to be perfect to be on the web. They don't need to be perfectly polished and produced. You just need to start getting the content out there. Contractors are unique in that you have a ton of really cool projects and things that people are interested in. So, you know, take a minute, record what you're doing, get those before and afters, turn it into a video. Like it's, there's so many different um, softwares out there that make it easy, but um, by far and away, that's going to have a great impact on your, on your, you know, digital footprint and your online visibility as a whole um, with every marketing effort that you make in 2023. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things we see a lot in social for our clients is some of those videos that to the everyday contractor, it's it's just what they do. And they don't realize how much consumers that aren't out there in the field find it interesting. If you're using a crane, if you're, you know, moving a lot of materials around, if someone's using a, a large piece of equipment, people like to see that. It doesn't even need to have any, you don't need to say anything profound. Just sharing that kind of um content is really impactful and social. And then a lot of times it can, you know, play over into other pieces of video too. Yeah, absolutely. And even, and even video ads is going to be a big thing this year too. So, um, we'll kind of talk more about like the ads landscape here coming up, but so let's, let's jump into, um, item number three on these podcasts. We try to keep them, you know, 20 to 30 minutes for you guys. So, (laughs) Yes. 2023 trends number three, Amanda Joyce, Con- content marketing. Content must. marketing. Okay, so talk content um, to me. <laughs> content, content. So 
Um, we've all known this forever. Content is king. It's what makes you rank in the search engines. And it's just really important though. We don't want to just write content for content's sake. So um, we wanted to kind of remind you guys about a recent update from Google that has really kind of, this is an example of Google telling us what they want. So it's our opportunity to kind of, to work towards that. Um, you know, you definitely want to still write content from your brand voice, all those things, but you need to make sure that that you're keeping something, you're keeping the acronym EEATS in mind. So that is E-E-A-T-S. So that stands for experience, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. I know that's a whole lot to wrap your brain around, but at the end of the day, Google is wanting you to help them understand why you're an authority on whatever it is you're talking about. Don't just pontificate about whatever it is you consider yourself an expert in and move on and expect Google to trust you. Um, we can, we, this makes sense because over the years, there's enough content that's been produced out there. Google doesn't want to favor stuff that isn't factual. Uh, they don't want to be in the middle of all that. So it's really important to keep in mind that you want to, you want to display that in, in the copy that you're writing. I feel like you were going to say something. Dumb. Yeah. Well, yeah. And all the spam sites that have popped up to mm -hmm. like, you know, try and that actually don't meet like the user intent and it's just super spammy, you know, those have popped up all over and then they try to sell out those URLs with like the whatever specific content. So Google is really trying to make sure those sites don't rank, you know, because they've come up with a way they, you know, they figured Google's algorithm out, but um, then Google always catches up and yeah, kind of gets rid of those like spammy guys. So yeah, exactly. So this is their latest attempt to clean up some of that spam and make sure that the search results are giving, you know, quality information. Um, another great thing to do is is make sure that the content you're writing is evergreen. You want to make sure it's something that's going to live today and still be, um, you know, still be relevant to somebody a year or year or two from now. That's not to say that you can't go refresh it, but you want to create content that's going to continue to resonate because sometimes it takes a while to to start to rank. So you don't want to spend all this time getting something to rank that isn't going to be evergreen. And that brings us to our next tip, which is revisiting existing content. If you have content on your website, even if it's really good and it already ranks and you guys get a lot of traffic from it, it doesn't mean that it, that you shouldn't go back and tweak it every once in a while. Um, make sure that, uh, that you are, that the copy is all up to date, that it's, you know, it's reflective of whatever's happening in your industry at the time. We have a client that just the other day, they do, they, um, do a lot of stuff with EV rebates. And he had to, he sent me a quick email and was like, just a reminder, we've had some updates here locally on what rebates are available. And we got in and just refreshed the content right then. You want to make sure that all that stuff is super relevant because if you're ranking for it and somebody in your market finds you and thinks you're the authority and then they were like, oh, this doesn't even match what I'm finding, you know, what I'm finding elsewhere on the web, suddenly you've lost all that authority that you've worked so hard to gain. So just make sure you're revisiting it and you're looking at what else is ranking for those keywords and continuing to judge that content. Because it's just because it's good doesn't mean it can't get better. I feel like you had you something. Judge. Give it a little judge. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, and, I, and <laughs> sometimes we get caught up with a little marketing, marketing uh, jargon. I was going to say, you, you mentioned the term evergreen content, and I was just going to have you kind of just like succinctly uh you know let everyone know what you mean when you say evergreen content just in case um someone's not yes. familiar absolutely i apologize um oh no <laughs> don't just, we, I, we, we both do this I, we get caught up in it we start sharing acronyms and saying things that are you know and just like in any industry there's some of that vernacular that isn't going to always translate to other people so evergreen is content that is going to be that's relevant today is going to be relevant tomorrow that um, it, that just is 
it's going to continue to be interesting over time. And even if, even if you're going to mention something like seasonality in your market, if you're a roofer and you're talking about uh, ice dams, you can still write something that's that's relevant today that will be relevant tomorrow and that, you know, you could even lean on it next winter if you wrote it this winter. Um, in addition... Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> My internet was being wonky, so I was like, oh, shoot, I I lost it. Um, but uh, that that happens when, of course, when we're in the midst of recording, and that's what uh, happens on podcasts. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. The, the joy of technology. Um, yes. Perfect. So... I, on that note, I feel like we should touch on our last top trend for the for 2023 that we really think you guys should be keeping an eye on. Um, and this is taking advantage of Google Performance Max. So whether if you're currently running Google Ads or you're considering it in 2023, this is definitely something for you to do some research on, whether you're managing it in-house or you're working with an agency, start the conversation and look into it. So this is Google's so latest say attempt. the name again. It's Google Performance Max. So you can okay, type okay. that. You can search that, and you'll find a bunch of information. It's a new. It's a newer Google offering, so they've got plenty of content out there for you to consume and learn about it. But top level, the gist of it is, it's a it's a um, an ad offering where you basically go in and provide um, video, image ads, um, text, a landing page, all of the things that we would normally want to give Google if we're running ads. But you're kind of giving it to them, and then saying. Use your your beautiful AI and manage this for me and help me get more eyeballs in my market. So when you do this, when when you take advantage of this, they're gonna they will be showing ads for you in YouTube, in Display, in Search, in Discover, in Gmail, and Maps. So it's kind of it's you know wow. they're trying to take yeah take something huge and make it more more digestible to your everyday business owner. Um, previously, if you were running that broad of a campaign, you'd probably be working with a really high dollar agency, and um, quite honestly, it it wouldn't be for the everyday business owner. So it's a really cool way to try to offer this. But I do also warn that, like many things Google does, at the end of the day, they are trying to make more money off of more ad dollars. So it's certainly not a set it and forget it. Just give them your content and let them run with it. Um, one of the things I've been seeing a whole lot about, I, I haven't, I haven't seen this in practice yet, but apparently, when you provide all of the all of these um, ad elements to Google, if you don't include a really strong video ad that's like six to fifteen seconds they're going to make something for you and it's not, it might not be to your liking, you know, they're, they're using AI. It's, it's imperfect. So if you're going to do this, I would say, make sure that when you get in there, they're going to, there's an opportunity for you to upload all kinds of different elements. Make sure you're providing every element they ask for, because if not, you're giving them free reign to just use AI and see what comes up. And as we've all discovered, AI is imperfect. <laughs> sometimes it's I would good sometimes. actually, that would be a fun experiment. Just to see, let's just see what they come up with for us. Just like, just roll the dice and be like, well, guys, this is what happened to us. (laughs) I can only imagine. That's a great idea. I I feel like we're going to have to do that in a future podcast for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Just experiment and just see, just see what, uh, what they deliver. It might be really amazing or, or not. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so so that's massive though. I mean, that's a really huge thing. So Google Performance Max, like this, this takes it from having to go to like 
so I know you're like your AdWords or sorry, Google ad certified, like you're the pro on the paid media side of our agency here. And so, um, forgive my ignorance, but is there separate platforms for like Google display ads, like Google maps ads, like, um, yeah, Google... no, thankfully for that, they at least make it easy. You can do it all inside of the single interface. And so historically you'd, pr- you'd run a display ad, you'd have a display campaign and a search campaign and a YouTube campaign, and they'd all live in separate campaigns. Maybe, you know, you can stack them so that they're, you know, you're, you're using similar audiences and things, but it's just a lot more levers to pull. So this is you saying, okay, Google, show me, show me what you're working with, basically. It's them wanting you to let them kind of take you on a test drive of all of their ad opportunities. Um, and, you know, it's, it, it's a little bit risky. You just have to watch it really closely. That would be my only caveat. If you're going to test this, just yeah. have a tight budget and just watch it really closely. Um, you know, they're obviously going to allow you to exclude things that aren't working for you and stuff like that. So you just have to stay on top of it. So if you're doing it yourself, watch it close. If your agency's running it for you, just ask for a, a regular touch base on what they're finding, what they're changing, what what's working, what's not. Um, and so maybe you'll end up deciding that display or YouTube works for you. And previously, you've been afraid to test it. So, so it's kind of like a, like a digital self-driving car. Like... 100%. Go ahead and do it, but let's be maybe don't take a nap. Don't don't, don't take it on the job. <laughs> like yeah, maybe have like you know like a snack while it's happening, but uh, don't don't totally like check out. Exactly. exactly. You gotta love that though. It's like having another robot assistant almost. You know, if you just have to exactly check a little bit. And having done kind this cool. for so long, it makes me like excited and scared at the same time. You know, years ago, I would talk to small agencies or small businesses that would say, oh, I talked to a Google rep and they convinced me to like turn everything on broad match, which is meaning like you'd run a keyword, but then Google gets all of this. You could say red shoe and they will show you for red tint or something like that. It could be that far off base with how relevant it was. So you had to like manage it real closely. And if somebody didn't know what they were doing, they just click all the levers and check out and then look back in two months and be like, oh my gosh, I just spent all of this ad dollar, all of this ad money and it went to something ir- irrelevant to my business. So from, yeah. you know, it's, it's only gotten smarter over the years, but those are the kind of things I saw back in the day that always makes when Google starts talking about their latest, like, we'll do it for you. I'm always like, eh, I trust you, but okay. yeah, that sounds nice. <clears throat> Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, I can't wait to test it out and, and see how it does. And guys, I don't know, look for a future podcast on our experiment with uh, <laughs> Google Performance Max and Elevation Marketing. Um, okay, so for today's takeaways here, we're going to wrap this up for you. We had four takeaways for 2023 marketing trends that you should be aware of and you should care about. Um, number one, Continuous scroll on Google. Now there's like 60 organic results. So make sure you update your content to have catchy SEO titles and descriptions, trying to use those benefit plus outcome statements. Number two, videos. Make videos, um, explainer videos, FAQ videos, social fun videos, videos on videos. Videos, videos, Uh, videos, and they don't need to be high polished. Just make them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And then revisit and content marketing. Revisit your existing content as you're writing. Write for e e e eats. You know, really show that authority and make sure that Google understands why you're an expert on your given topic. And test Google Performance Max. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you. And we will, um, you know, as always, actually, if you have any questions, comment, uh, hit us up. We are, um, we'd love your feedback and appreciate you listening to us. So thank you. And we'll see you next time. That was today's trade secret. Thanks for listening. Did you find this helpful? We're just getting started. Subscribe and don't miss our next reveal. Until next time.